0: Welcome to A Dead Man's Roll, a D&D tabletop RPG podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jonathan Hatley, and I'm here with my rollers. I am Josh, and I play Cyrus.
1: How's it going, y'all? My name is Drew. I'm playing as Dizzy Dreadwood. Hey, what's up, guys?
0: I'm Marco, and I'm playing Satan. Hey, this is Priyansh, and I play Robert
1: Bohem. The dude's a bard and sort of a wizard. Hey y'all, I'm Sarai, and I play the ever young and naive, Mateas Valenciano. Hello, my name is Esteban. I play Boyan McGregor, one of the rogues here in our campaigns. Fun fact about Boyan McGregor, his favorite color is red. He doesn't know what red is, he's a little colorblind. Hey yo, I'm Jose. I play Sochi. He is a king trying to revive his people.
0: Well, hello. Back at it again, everyone. Well, not everyone this time. Today, it is just one of our rollers. Sarai, or Mateus Valenciano. Hello! Are you ready to get into this?
1: Oh, yeah. Let's do it.
0: What are you looking forward to?
1: See what stupid decisions my character makes today.
0: (laughs) We love to hear that. All right.
1: Let's do some growth growth today, hopefully. We'll see.
0: (laughs) So let's set the scene. So we open at the apothecary. Mateus, you see the wooden shack with greenery in the front. As you step up to the door, you see signs in the window. The words look hurriedly scribbled on the wooden planks, making a haphazard sign, with paint running all over the words. You walk in, and you see no one but empty shelves. You hear scurrying somewhere in the shop and call out, Hello! Within moments, a woman around 40 to 50 years old walks up from a hidden stairwell. She has silver hair and is wearing a red uh, blouse with brown slacks. These slacks are rolled up to show her ankles. Um and you see that she is wearing some nice heels. Her eyes are amber and when they meet yours they light up with a spark and flare and a smile creeps across her face showing a golden canine. Well hello there. How can I help you?
1: Um Hi, so uh I was looking for to see if you guys sold any potions.
0: Ah, I'm doing search potions for some specifically. Oh, sorry what?
1: Healing <laughs> potions, please.
0: Ah, okay. We are all out. Oh, okay. But she then leans over uh, the the counter, kind of walks around it, walks to the door, peeks around the corner a couple of times. I might be able to procure something with a little help if you're in.
1: Really? Okay. What do I gotta do? Is Uh, this a secret? Are we whispering?
0: No, there's no one in the shop. You don't have to whisper, kid. <laughs> it's just you and I unless there's someone else I don't know about. Nah. Okay, cool. As you say, "Oh, I'm in," like I'm ready to do this. Ada's face lights up with uh with more joy, as if a cure has walked in for all her problems on a silver platter. She runs past you, flips the sign to closed, and then holds the door open. Come on, daylight's burning. As you also, are walking out. You do notice that it is now becoming like a nice evening glow. Uh, the sun is practically maybe about an hour away from setting. As she's holding this door open for you.
1: Okay, where are we going? And I just naively, and joyously bounce out the door after her, thinking on like, this is probably not going to take long at all. We'll be back soon. Hopefully.
0: Ida looks to you and is like, My name's Ida, by the way, and raises her hand.
1: Hi. I'm Mateus. It's nice to meet you, Ida.
0: Nice to meet you too, Mateus. We're gonna we're gonna We're gonna break some rules, you know. I don't usually play by the rules. I'm not gonna lie to you, kid. I'm not actually from here.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I'm really from up north, but I kind of uh have a bounty on my head of invading the law. Oh. Is oh it... That's not a problem or anything. I Did you do anything bad? Mm, well, here we have a thing about uh, no magic. And uh, funny oh, enough. thing. Okay, never mind. Well, I don't sometimes do a lot of magic. Wink, wink. I know a couple of people and seen a couple of things. So, okay. yeah, I kind of have a bounty on my head and... Decided to not want to stay in the place where I could get caught. So I kind of jumped in on my... But Ida's my real name. Eda Thorne, by the way. Well, it's lovely to meet you, Ida. While Ida's uh, telling you, like, oh, yeah, I come from this, that, and the third. She's kind of, like, nudging you over, like, okay, basically, kid, what's happening here is we're uh, we're going to go do some shopping. If you know what I mean. We're going to go by the, the burned-down church that, well... Looks like it's freshly burned down. I don't know uh, what about it now, but maybe some items we can possibly procure um, to possibly make that potion and also fill my pockets.
1: Um, From the church? There's going to be stuff in the church?
0: Trust me, there'll be stuff there. At least to do one of those two things. Did it belong to people before? I mean, it belonged to this community before it was tragically burned down
1: doesn't seem very nice.
0: Well, they can't use it and to be honest, I need it. And obviously, you need it. So, we're just leasing it. Partly because, um, you know, you just came in and you look like a very trusting person. So, why not? What if...
1: Hmm. I, I want potions but also that's not this is technically not ours,
0: though. Don't tell me you're getting cold feet now, kid.
1: And I will never tell you stealing is wrong.
0: It's not ours. Yeah, but what do you think that the Ujalan government did? That's true.
1: mean. One second. <laughs> okay. Uh... I feel like she's at a 50-50 turning point. I just rolled lower than 10, so I'm going to go with... Okay. Uh, How about half of the things that we get from this church, we give back? Stuff that we don't need, obviously, for this potion. Uh, Okay. Because it's still not ours, but we'll just be borrowing some of it.
0: Look, as long as I get my shill, I don't mind. So, kid, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from?
1: I'm from Arcania.
0: Wow, Arcania. Isn't that a little far for you to be out here by yourself? Well... Alone?
1: I'm not alone. I got friends. That's why I'm getting potions. We're kind of traveling together. What for? Uh, Just cause. Are you lying? It's technically not a lie. It's just omitting the truth. Well, omitting details.
0: Okay. (laughs) You have a couple of people with you, but you're just traveling as an Arcanian into territory that would have you killed. Something's not adding up here, kid. Ah. But hey, you know what? Who am I to ask? You've made it this far, so I know you can take care of yourself on this little run that we're doing. As you all are walking to the church, you notice now that the sun is going down, the town that you are in, that is normally already silent due to its uh, smaller population, is now eerily silent. Street lamps and lanterns are starting to turn on, and now you're seeing like some glowing in the distance every now and then. Glowing is stationary in certain areas, but then all of a sudden the glows, the light starts to bob every now and then, like, as if someone's carrying a lantern and walking. So you stop every now and then to make sure that you're out of eyesight. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to say to Ida uh, before y'all get there?
1: Ida, do you know why they burned down the church?
0: Great question, by the way. Uh, I'll give you inspiration on something for that. So, don't know if you already know this already from Uh, I guess you're still in school, right?
1: Uh, Technically, yeah. I have about two years left.
0: Okay, cool. Basically, the Ujalan's think that celebrating a religion takes away from your service to the the king. Uh Uh-huh. So no religions are really practiced here, and if they're found out, uh, they're burned down. It doesn't really matter who you worship. If it's not in service to the king... It's not good. So this was just a light message uh, to this community. I've seen worse. My mother uh, used to tell us stories, my sister Lilith and I, that uh, if you have magic, sometimes they would uh, take your hands um, and whatnot. So taking a building is a lot nicer, especially since no one was in it.
1: Can I roll... Shoot, what am I supposed to be rolling? (laughs) Because at this point, with this information, I think it's finally clicking into (laughs) Matthias's head. This place is not the greatest to be yet. Would it be investigation? I guess to see if Ada is trustworthy at all. She just, like, randomly walked with this adult.
0: I would say...
1: I just want to know if she's trustworthy. Okay, yeah. Because I know she's running from the law. And,
0: uh... Yeah, you can do insight. Do an insight check. Remember you have inspiration, so you can pick whenever you want to use it. Is that, oh shit, I'm
1: gonna use it now. Not, <laughs> that was a one. That was
0: a one. All right, go ahead. We <laughs> do a reroll. That's better. 18. Nice. Okay, so with an eighteen, so Ida is trustworthy. She puts on a facade that she isn't really someone uh, who cares a lot, but she truly does care for people. You can Mm -hmm. see that by kind of her asking you these questions on, like, where you're from, knowing that, like, oh, you're a kid, so that means you have to be in school, so that means you probably, like, know some things about the area. She obviously thinks that you're strong and at least a little bit independent um, to be able to do this by yourself, you know, asking you to join her on this little mini side quest adventure. And the fact that, hey, this is a good kid, so I probably don't want to try to get them into too much trouble. All right. So yeah, Ida definitely like tells you like yeah no the Johns don't take magic lightly. I don't know if they teach you that in school or if they do like world history or anything like that. But uh... Uh, yeah, that was supposed to be next year. Oh well, here's another fun fact. You'll notice that we kind of keep away from um from even really using the word magic at this point. It's almost like a a taboo if you are found to be able to have magical abilities as a young adult child and like that you get taken away from your family and no one ever sees you again you say that maybe you get turned into some sort of mush and are used to feed the machines or the power of the engines of the machines or something of that sort but we don't know but after a certain while these wardens which I'm pretty sure you've come to to see at least once around here uh-huh. um, they started popping up and kind of dangerous they they know a lot and they can do a lot I'd advise to uh, keep on your P's and Q's okay be polite Yeah. don't ask questions <laughs> don't do anything out of the ordinary which is something that we're doing but like right now we just don't need to get caught at all so
1: okay we're just taking a night stroll, that's all we're doing.
0: Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this too. There's a curfew. Um so Oh, yeah, that might be important. I might spread that to the rest of my group later. That's, that's why I've been kind of, you know, being quiet and looking over my shoulder every now and then because I don't want anyone to sneak up on us or whatnot.
1: Is it at sunset or dusk or
0: it's a little bit after sunset, which we're kind of already Act. we're getting
1: real
0: close at yeah yeah uh also this church is probably going to be a little bit off limits because you know religion bad here uh so yeah let's just keep an eye out you know yeah, be careful and everything <laughs> should be fine okay as it's getting darker and you finally make it to the church uh you might not be able to see the exterior but you can smell it the ash the soot the smelling of the smells like cooked herbs, almost. One of the first things that you notice about this place. Obviously, it's dark, so you cannot see how bad the church is burned down. But you can tell enough that it is It's going to be a lot of construction work to remove it off the premises. Edith starts feeling around and is like, ah, okay, here's the door. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little out of practice with magic. I mostly do healing stuff, obviously. The Apothecary. Okay. So, can you do anything? I don't know if you're strong enough to move some of this rubble.
1: Um, I try.
0: Don't worry. I'll keep a lookout while you're doing this.
1: I'm going to try first. I'm going to try to roll a strength check.
0: See if Okay. I can... I'm going to say, before you roll, I'm going to say it's a 617. Mm, Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry.
1: (laughs) No, you're good. (laughs) Well, shit. Natural one for a three. Okay. It's like, Um, nope, nothing's moving.
0: So, Eda notices that, like, you're struggling. and So, at first, Eda's like, okay, maybe she's just warming up, and then she sees you, like, push up on the door, then slide down into the dirt, and she's like, okay, I'm gonna have to help this kid out. So she turns around and she's gonna give you advantage on that next strength check. Or they're gonna ha- you're gonna have to find another way in.
1: Okay.
0: I'm also gonna do some rolls as well. And these are gonna be for perception. I'm just gonna do it in a binary order. So then you know yes or no if things are gonna go your way or not. Okay. I'm gonna do probably two. Awesome. That first one passes.
1: Okay, going for my second one.
0: Second one passes.
1: That's not great. I rolled a five both times.
0: Shit, okay. <laughs> so...
1: Oh, come on.
0: Yuda gets frustrated. She's like, crap, okay. There might be another way in. But that means we're going to have to find our way out. Oh. Is there like a window or something? Do a perception check.
1: <laughs> Alright, not one.
0: But for not one.
1: For a three. Jesus.
0: Okay, so what do you see?
1: I am pushing at this door and I'm thinking I should probably find a window and slide into the dirt <sighs> once more only to get dust in my eye. And I'm just like, ugh. I'm seeing nothing. <laughs> About, about this wall next to the door.
0: Okay, kid. Follow me. So y'all uh, take a couple of steps to the left. She stops you short, and she sees a lantern with a couple of legs attached to it. It seems to be, like, one of the Ujallan forces and, uh, you know, fatigues. Mm-hmm. Still walking around, checking the premises and everything. She waits a little bit, and then she picks up a rock and then, like, chucks it further off. The guy's like, hey, whoa, what was that? And he runs off into the distance. I think there might be a cellar door back here that we can get into. Okay, Let's let's just check that out. If you can find a window that's already broken, that would be great. Um, I don't feel like smashing a window would be a very good thing right now, especially since there's not a lot of sound going on around here. And to be honest, I don't think we're going to get that many distractions off. ...without getting caught. Okay. Should
1: we stealth it?
0: A hundred percent we should stealth it. Okay. I'm going to give you advantage on the stealth roll... ...as well, because obviously you're in a group... ...and you've been kind of rolling bad. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Whenever it's focused on me... ...I seem to roll shit.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's not too bad. And one more time... ...to see if I can get higher. And it fell on the floor, of course. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna say it's like a ten. I rolled a twenty-four, so it's fine. Great, y'all aren't seen one bit. So y'all sneak beside uh, the side wall, or what used to be the side wall of this church.
1: Window, window.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I told you to look for windows. Forgot. I was like, what are you talking about, bro? As you are walking forward. You try to look for a couple of windows every now and then. You might see one or two that are cracked Mm -hmm. because, uh, actually, no, you do see a couple that are shattered, but they have, like, railing um, on the inside of it. So the heat, of obviously, from the fire has broken these windows, but you still can't get in. Possibly. Do you want to mention that to Ida or not?
1: Yeah. Hey, I see these windows. Maybe I can get through the bars. Okay, you can
0: try to get through the bars.
1: If there's any, I take off my, my plaid shirt just in case there's glass still.
0: Kid, you out. know, before you do anything else, um, I did say I used to do a little bit of magic. Not a whole bunch. So she like claps her hands together and rubs them. <laughs> okay, uh, let me see if I can uh, heat this metal off this door or this window and see what happens. Um, so she goes to cast heat metal. And let me go. I'm going to say, actually, it's just a hit. She can heat it. It's a little out of practice. It seems like it's going to take a while. And, like, you touch it at one point, and the metal seems just a little bit warm. And Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't know if this is going to happen. And then almost in an instant, the metal becomes, like, red hot. And you're able to kind of, like, push on it and pop it off. Okay, go on there.
1: Like breaking into a safe. Okay.
0: You've never done that before, have you?
1: No. But <laughs> I've seen motion pictures.
0: It's not that easy. <laughs> not that I've done any of that. I have. Not gonna lie to you. Anyway, get in there. Okay.
1: let <laughs> get in there.
0: So, do you see the door that we were just trying to open? What do you see? I see... What's your passive perception?
1: past perception twelve.
0: Do you think you can beat that twelve?
1: I could try. Well, it's the same thing. It's 12. Okay.
0: Twelve? Okay, cool. What do you see if it's like twelve? Uh, I'd say what you see is a lot of burnt pews, a couple of uh books and binders that are still uh kind of semi like readable still, but you know, like part of it's burnt. A lot of these candles are all the way melted. The glass is broken. You do see the door. It The reason why it wasn't budging easily is because it had debris on the inside. So that's what you're primarily seeing. Do you want to check out the altar area? Yeah. So if I could describe the layout of this church. You have the doors in the front. These are double doors, debris in front of the doors. Then you have, if you think about it, as like a giant rectangle. That Then you have the pews on two sides, one side, the right, left, um, with a little aisle in the middle. Mm -hmm. The carpet is all burnt up, so you're not going to be able to see any of that. The pews are all misshapen, partly from the debris that's fallen on them and the fire itself. Like I said, there is glass on the floor. Um, But if you look at the altar, you notice that part of the altar is partially burned. The wood parts have definitely burned away. The concrete is covered in soot. Um, but you also notice that there seems to be a tapestry, or not tap, yeah, a cloth-like tapestry that is laying down on there, slightly singed and burned in certain areas, but it looks like some of the, either the wine, or the water, or some sort of liquid fell on it to kind of secure some of it, and it might be on top of something. What are you seeing, kid?
1: I see there's some here. Um, you said the altar was on top of it?
0: The tapestry, which is on top of the altar, is on top... Of something else. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Let me see. Let me see. Push the tapestry out of the way. Strength check. Jeez, this tapestry is real heavy, huh? Well, yeah, that makes sense. Tapestries are pretty thick.
0: Whew, I'm a weak little girl. Not four. You try <laughs> to budge up against it. I'm um, using your, your whole body into it like you remember in physical education um, when lifting or moving things sadly this doesn't really move um at all <laughs> kid what are you doing tell me what's going on
1: i don't know i see something here but it's not moving
0: what is that something tell me everything that's there
1: there's well there's there's not much around there's like really mishap happening like chairs and whatnot no, not chairs, pews, things that people sit on, benches. Um, and then there's the altar, obviously, but, like, it's not that damaged. It's, I think something wet got onto it, so it kept it from burning. And then there's this big, thick piece of uh, cloth tapestry thing, and it's covering something, but it's really heavy, and it's not moving. Let me try one more time.
0: Did you do your arcana check?
1: No, I did not do my arcana check. Go ahead and do, do that. Do that at the same time. Okay. I see. 17 for the arcana check and 14 for the
0: strength check. Cool. You can use all your spells normally. And then you said a 14? Yes. For your strength check. With the 14, you see it actually budges a little bit more. Um, this time, it seems like maybe it caught a hold of something, maybe the bottom part of the tapestry, um, and is now like kind of moving a little bit better. Uh, But it's not completely moved off. Maybe if you had some other help, um, it could be moved off properly. Um, But what you do see from that moved piece of tapestry is that there seems to be a lock on this bottom cellar door. like almost like a cellar door basement area. Oh, shit.
1: Ada, come come help me with this. I think there's another room, maybe.
0: Okay, hold on. Um, You see Ada, like, she's not a tall woman. So she... You can see like half of her body. Mm-hmm. Um, she like scrambles in there and then, like, how do short people maneuver things at are average height?
1: How short is she? I don't
0: know. Like, she's taller than you. Actually, you know She should be able to easily maneuver that. You were able to easily maneuver that, right?
1: Yeah. I'm...
0: Let it be known. The DM does not know the the trials of short people. So, yeah, she just scrambles in normally. She falls um, on her ass, sit, is now, like, there. She, like, dusts herself off. She's like, okay, cool. Before I touch that, let's start dealing with that wood debris so then we can get a quick exit out of here and not have to worry about anything because that's the last thing I want to deal with, us trying to rummage through, and then all of a sudden, like, we can't get out, or if this place collapses anymore, I would rather not be stuck under here for a while. Okay start dragging pieces of wood she takes some wood she grabs it she moves it you know breaks things down um quietly however um in fact actually no hold on let me roll
1: (laughs) should i roll too since i'm helping
0: yeah i'd say you have advantage again since you're helping each other
1: Ooh, nat 20
0: okay i was about to say we're going to take the higher of the two so mm-hmm. i rolled that nat one so i was like eh, okay <laughs> this is bad but you get 20 so y'all quietly are able to remove the wood debris at one point ida removes a piece of wood and it looks like it's teetering about to fall and you catch it at the last minute and then kind of move it over she's like great work okay now to this altar so she walks up to the altar like you say uh it's quite heavy and quite kind of boisterous what you notice is it seems to be um, a statue of three women. Um, one on the left, one on the right, and one in the middle. Uh, the one in the middle is kneeling down, but is missing like their head and part of their like body. Mm-hmm. The one on the left looks exactly like Sibith. From what you remember, she looks like. The mm-hmm. hair, eyes, the even the weird like black void that's centered in her chest that looks mm-hmm. like cracks um, going across her body. And then there's another one um, to the right, who seems to be very um, hmm, not yeah, you know, I'd say very stoic in her stance. Uh, Sibith looks to be intelligent and uh, dominating as she sits with her legs crossed, but uh, this third figure looks to be very stoic. Very should be a great thing to uh, paint uh, or sculpt. Mm-hmm. Almost like looking off into the distance as if she's thinking about something deeply. Um, And that one... Actually, you know what? How, If you could give me a description on your character about how religious they were.
1: I mean, I went to Sunday school, so I knew pretty much all of the stories. I just, after a point, kind of stopped caring... About it, because I didn't really have see like a lot of. It didn't feel like it was true, like responding in the in the world. I didn't mm. have proof. There we go. Okay. That it was, but now I do, and now I'm like really confused about it. <laughs> oh. I think this one is Sibeth. One of these is Osalis, and one of these is other
0: Yeah, these are the deities, but you're saying one of them weird. Um, it's Senua the third one, Senua Senua it's primarily actually the reason why this church was burned down
1: she
0: oh man not a lot of Jalan churches really even have Senua still in their like stained glass or their tapestries or anything like this this is actually quite interesting. I don't go to the church stuff here. I kind of am a free spirit and don't really care about the deities because I don't believe they care about us that much.
1: Yeah, no, I really don't think they do until you die.
0: Well, I mean, that sounds like Sueith's Alley.
1: Yeah, it is completely Sueith's Alley i haven't really seen much about the other gods though i'm more of a see to, to believe kind of person
0: yeah, it's like yeah i totally get that you know honestly like i don't really think about it as like oh the deities are really controlling anything it's really just my fate or whatever but it's it's cool she's like as she's talking to she's like walking around this thing and then she stops automatically and she's like wait a second uh, she like calls you over and is like, hey, actually, uh come look at this.
1: What what? And I just race over to her.
0: So you race over to the back end of the tapestry, and you notice that there seems to be like a weird sign of like three almost like small lines converging into one. It looks almost like a plant, but instead of it going like a tree would going up and out, it is actually going inwards and down. Do you know that? Do I? <laughs> uh it's okay if you don't not a lot of people know okay most people still worship the prime this organized religion has changed over the years but probably are taught with whatever your parents teach you basically there are the prime deities solace Sanua, and Sibith. well what was Sanua, and now Sibith? way back then they had disciples these disciples were then turned into minor deities that kind of did and were uh, kind of lived out certain principles or certain aspects of the the prime deity. So, for instance, one deity of Senua was one of war, and that was Agar. I know a lot of, little bit of solace is, but that's partly because I study some plant matter and plant life, and so... For solace, there is perenni, and she usually is kind of presides over land and plant life. usually, if you're doing a signature a signet to perenni or your follower perenni, you might have a leaf as like maybe a a talisman, a medallion or something like that on your persons. However, once again, people don't do that anymore, but perenni. Is sometimes confused with micata, and micata has to deal with fungi, which is also used in medicine. So that means that micata would be probably under simith, huh? That makes
1: sense. Fungi stuff, um, it's dead material.
0: Yeah, you're getting it. See, I knew you were smart, kid. I knew you were smart. Why are people getting confused between Perenni and Solus? Uh, Perenni with Solus and Makata with Sibith? They're completely different, you might ask. Well, the only reason why this is happening is partially because of the blending of kind of religion, the change within religion, what happens over years, uh, as well as the death of a variety of uh, magnitude of uh, not just one prime deity but a variety of her disciples. Um, Not a lot of them even exist anymore uh, or even a thing. So now people are kind of taking uh, the disciples and the prime deities and what they have left and then spreading them across almost the rest of the aspects that are now left over. like Magic, like war, like famine, and greed, and and emotion. Uh, These things are split now amongst Solace's disciples as well as Sipth's disciples
1: okay i like the way you describe them it makes it much more sense than the way that my church leader was spo- was saying about it
0: why thank you you have to watch out sometimes for organized religion especially sometimes the heads they might only be thinking about money and not really about the person's faith uh faith in hand so always 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 question question everything does not mean that you must denounce what you believe in but always always question and always look up your own information and research yeah now let's move this uh this altar huh Our altar fuck what the fuck was that accent oh, let's move <laughs> this altar you said there so, was a lock on it didn't you so with the altar there's also the lock for the cellar door so you have basically the altar sitting on top of the cellar door with the lock on top of it. Okay.
1: So I guess move this first and then pick the lock. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You are a, you're a lock picker, right? And you're good at picking those. Get anything that would break it? Oh,
1: I have this crowbar.
0: Awesome. Okay. That's good. Wait, you had a crowbar?
1: Uh, it's a long story. I had to get through some... Boards once, and I, I borrowed this from from one of my friends. Uh, yeah, we were rescuing people.
0: Interesting. Yeah. You'll have to fill me in on that later. But also explain to me why you didn't just use that to rip off the bars on the church window instead of I, making um, me do magic. Thanks.
1: Oh fuck! I
0: forgot <laughs> that I had this.
1: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's cool. So you all slowly but surely push the altar off of this cellar door. Ida gets on her hands and knees. She's like, yeah, yes. This is exactly what I was looking for. She blows the dust and the dirt and the crime off of this cellar door. And now you see the sign of Perenni, which is practically like what she was saying before, three leaves sprouting up in the outward direction and not like a root system like what was on the altar before. See what I was saying, kid? Sometimes people will interchange them or use them in different matters or sometimes put them both together meaning and she asks for the crowbar from you
1: here you go
0: meaning and she starts to like clench at the lock and jiggle the lock a little bit with the crowbar crowbar uh, breaks the lock off that and then she lifts the cellar door open there's herbs here (gasps) what you see however is just a stairwell that goes straight into pitch black
1: Ah, uh, do you have a lantern or something i think
0: i have a torch let me see honestly kid i thought you'd be way more impressed that uh i knew all this you just kind of stood there like you didn't care it's cool um oh
1: i was listening but do you see down there we're gonna fall down the stairs
0: <clears throat> i can't see the herbs from here so when you use like I can't see the herbs, she casts light and throws one of the orbs down the uh the stairwell. And as soon as that light touches uh kind of the, the floor of the stairwell, you all of a sudden see this radium neon green kind of reflect out as if like maybe something is uh, phosphorescent or bio uh, bioluminescent, and you actually start to see like the herbs, the plants oh, and everything. Wow. Okay, kid, you don't have to lie to me now. I know you don't... You're not really into the whole plant part. You're into the, the school part, which was very interesting, because a lot of kids your age don't really care about that. I grew
1: up in a city. We had no gardens. There was barely any grass next to the
0: sidewalk. You didn't have grass? That's not in an apartment building? <laughs> Wait, so you didn't have parks in Arcania is supposed to be like this wonderful, magical, like... City on a hill and everything is like utopian and magical and I didn't get
1: out a lot.
0: Interesting. I took a kid with no background in fighting or doing really anything bad. To a place where we are breaking and entering, stealing and not
1: stealing. We're borrowing and we're giving the rest of it back.
0: Yeah, totally. That's what we're doing. We're not stealing. We can talk about it after we grab everything. So you can either come with me, and, or you can say it here, keep watch, kind of listen to sounds or anything. Uh, take these two other lights and put them somewhere where they won't cast any light outside. Um, but
1: Okay, and know. I put it in my backpack. I just swing my backpack over the orbs, close it. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's fine, kid. This generation's very interesting. She, like, walks down the stairwell um, and starts, like... At first you see her, she's just like, Oh, yes, this is exactly what I needed. And then she just fades off into the darkness. You see her shadow moving every now and then as she's either backing things or picking things up and whatnot. What are you doing? What are you thinking, Mateus? Well...
1: I get why she was offended, but also my awe was a little bit because of the glowing luminescence that the light left off. And it kind of looked really cool and a little envious about the way that she was just so easily able to pull it up on like me. So I'm going to follow her down. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to stay up there.
0: Awesome. So you see her picking up some of these fungi, some of these herbs and everything, the ones that aren't burnt. She's like expecting them. She's like, okay, cool. Putting it in the bag. She turns around and she's like, oh, hey, what's up?
1: Um, nothing. I'm just looking. Which ones are we getting?
0: Great question. So there's some devil's tongue over there. This plant that has like a mouth, like a it's like a bulbish cup and then within that bulbous cup there is a red, sort of like leaf-like tendril that drapes down from there. So like, we might take some Devil's Tongue. We also possibly need to look for any like sort of molds or fungies or lichen um, that we can take and maybe ground that up nicely. Um, it will give it a nice green glow as well as possibly help with... Most of these fungi can be used for hallucinogens, but primarily what we're using them for the potion is something to just numb pain. So basically altering your brain chemistry a little bit to not really feel that pain at all.
1: I recognize that one. The lichen. One? It used The one? Uh, it used to grow in the alley next to the apartment buildings.
0: So you do know plants. Okay, so plants are your thing. That's crazy.
1: I wouldn't say to that extent,
0: but... You didn't get out much, did you? No. That's eh, okay. Humans really- always do some crazy stuff when you get older anyway, it's kind of your thing, I guess. Everyone ages at their own rate, you know? So. Yeah. She gets done kind of pilfering these plants, checking them out. She's like, oh, snap root. Yes, okay, cool, cool, cool. I can use that for something else. Um, Make sure the devil's tongue doesn't look all dried out. We want something that's slightly fleshy, you know? Um, If, if it's dried out, it's not good. Okay. She leaves you to that, and she kind of walks further within the cellar, and she's like, ooh. Church wine. Huh, before. Ooh. Five years, ten years. Okay, okay, okay. You don't drink, do you, kid? Nope. Well, you're going to have your first drink with me. She pulls out a bottle of wine. It's like, it's dusty. It's been there for a while. It's (laughs) like, this one should be good. I don't know if the heat has ruined it, but we're going to figure it out together. So she uncorks it. She's like, well, we don't have glasses, so. Down the hatch? Take a swig. Okay. And in real fashion, you knock that back. Ah! <coughs> Actually, give me a constitution saving throw.
1: Well,
0: 19. Wow.
1: It's not bad.
0: So you knock that back. It goes down smooth. She's taking it back. She's like, wow, I'm learning so much about this girl. Likes plants. Drinks alcohol like a champ. It's got Hmm. sweet notes to it. I like it. I guess I should try some, huh? Knocks it back. Swishes it around a little bit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm keeping this one. You want to take one? Okay. Ha ha, Bo. This one's for me. So she grabs it, gives it to you. You put it in your bag. Great. Okay, I'm going to check out some other stuff. She starts to like kind of look at the, uh, the nice silver, uh, some of these like ornate metal work and finery and whatnot. She looks mm-hmm. at you and she's like, I'm getting my shield, kid. What can I say? Um, she starts bagging things.
1: percent. 50%, 50% is for the people. I start bagging stuff too. I'm like, this is for them. I don't know who them is, but it's for them.
0: Kid, look here. I totally get you, but also, you gotta think for yourself every now and then.
1: This isn't ours, though. We're taking herbs, yeah, and I get you need payment because you live here.
0: But it's not fair to everybody else. It's not fair that I've had to run away and have no money for myself. Which is imagine. it's
1: okay that you're taking it, but you gotta remember everybody else,
0: too. Ah, fine. We can discuss this later, but just just imagine not having to pay another tradesman or some craftsman for anything because you have all the finery that you want imagine not paying and she stops and says nothing for a little bit it seems like she's frozen in time ada
1: ada hello we can just consider this my share, if that makes you feel better. He says, Ada, you're scaring me.
0: You can see her eyes are, like, shoulder. moving. Ada. Like, she is, like, still as a board. She keeps, like, looking behind you every so often.
1: She... Um... Is there anything in this room besides, like, shelving with the, with the herbs and stuff?
0: There is shelving for wine bottles and everything, you uh-huh. know, like, what a wine cellar would look like.
1: Is there stuff I can duck behind?
0: Um, but there is a kind of a... Why can I not think of this word right now? Here we go. <laughs> there is a cabinet. <laughs> there's a there's a lining of, like, cabinets and whatnot um, that you can hide behind.
1: Okay. I duck behind over there. And um, I feel like she's sensing something. And I don't know what it is, but she's sensing something and I need to hide.
0: You can roll stealth. I will I'm just going to do a separate roll, okay?
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: 25. 25. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um I have really bad news for you. Oh no. I got a 27 on my perception check. Come on, that was
1: really good! That was a really good one. Man!
0: Describe to me how you hide, because that's the only way I'm going to allow this to go through.
1: Okay. Ada! I I glance at her face, and I'm seeing her eyes move behind me, and I was like, fuck and I can, it just clicks in my mind and I dodge I don't know what side the cabinet's on but I dodge to that way and I kind of do a little roll until I'm in a little ball behind the cabinet
0: I would say with Ada being frozen and possibly being the main thing of attention right now mm-hmm. I will allow it for now That was such a good total, too. Yeah, I was about to say I would
1: never have made that perception. The highest I would have gotten was a 26.
0: I was about to say, just because you guys were so close together, I'm just going to allow that. All right, so give me a perception check then, too, while you're at it. Okay. That is a 9. Perception. That's 11. 11 perception? Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to go off of what you can see through Moonlight. There's obviously the cabinet then there's a stairwell on the other side. Well moonlight is shining through, you see. Just a slight glimpse of a red like robe kind of like flutter into the light as it seems to be moving out of your view for a little bit. You notice this thing is obscenely silent. Like it doesn't make sense how quiet this creature is or this thing is.
1: Oh no. It's a red fluttering robe that I'm seeing. Is that the top of the stairs?
0: It seems to be like kind of in the room with you.
1: Kind of in the room with me. Okay. But like close to the stairs.
0: Yes. Okay. As in it kind of seemed to sneak in there with you all.
1: What is this? What is this? Thinking to myself. What is this? What is this? I want to try to stealthily throw something like a pebble or something around me into the opposite corner of where it is to see how it reacts. Okay. Can I do this um, stealthily where it doesn't see where I'm doing it, how, like, where I am?
0: I'd say...
1: I just want to see how it reacts so I can know how to react.
0: I'd say if you through the pebble that would possibly give away your location but it's up to you what you want to do
1: i don't know if it will scream if it screams it'll bring attention ah
0: i'm gonna give you a little bit more time before i make my next move
1: all right is the cellar that we're in how, what it how is the floor is it like earthen cellar
0: like like, dirt floor? If you want to consider concrete earthen... That's not... Okay.
1: <sighs> okay, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp and attempt okay. to grasp it.
0: Maximilian's Earthen Grasp. hmm Let me look up that spell. I've never heard of that spell before.
1: I've I've used it a couple times now.
0: Oh, that's yeah. weird. I thought you've used mold earth. no so. nah, it's
1: been it's been earthen grass. Oh, okay, yeah. No, the that hand sounds... that—that's
0: oh, why I asked if it was earth. Okay, because <laughs> it uses that dirt. makes so much more sense now. <laughs> okay, so what are you trying to do?
1: I'm trying to grab it to hold it still because it's in the room. It's seen Ada. She wouldn't know who's casting it, or whatever it is, would not know who's casting it, because they wouldn't be able to see me. I'm going to try to whisper the verbal
0: part. So, I know it does say that the target must make a strength saving throw, but it also says, A medium hand hand made from compact soil, I'm I'm playing with the words there um compact soil rises uh rises there and reaches for one creature you can see you can see within five feet i can see the cloak okay cool i was about to say can you or can you not see the cloak yes you can great so go ahead i'm going to what's your dc on the roll oh it's a 15 oh my goodness you you somehow catch it i got a six on the strength save so that has pinned me for sure and i take 2d bludgeoning damage and i am restrained for the spell's duration so this thing is pinned to the wall
1: can i just negate the damage because i really didn't want to hurt i just wanted to grasp it
0: okay you can do non-lethal damage yeah okay
1: Is it possible for me, since I grasped it, is it possible for me to move the fingers over what I think is the face, which I think would be whatever's on the top part of this cloak? Or is that asking too much?
0: Where exactly on the body are you holding this?
1: I'm assuming around, like, the arms and shoulders.
0: Okay.
1: And I want, like, one finger or something to curl across whatever this thing's face is wherever I would think their eyes are, which would be the face.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say, just to make it mechanically, visually look better, I think the thing's face, the thing's, yeah, the thing's face is knocked off. So, if you want to, like, go look at it, you can. As soon as you hear it, like, get grasped to the wall, you hear, like, a shattering of glass, almost. You're like a clay pottery. Ada...
1: I'm trying to whisper to not be seen. and I take my crowbar and I poke her. Is she moving?
0: No, she is still in crowding. place.
1: Okay. I hook it around her belt loop and try to drag her over to where I am.
0: Okay. So you're going to do that. Yeah. I say you can do that, but here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to roll to see if I can break out of that, Yeah. which I did. I'd say as soon <laughs> as you, What? Nothing. (laughs) I'd say as soon as you, I rolled a 16, sorry. Uh, So I broke out of your your hand, it like falls away. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say as soon as you start dragging her, all of a sudden, Ada can start moving again. Hey, listeners, it's me, your DM, taking a quick break from the episode to let you know that we are streaming on all podcast platforms. Wait, I already know that. Well, we know that you know that because you're listening to us. But you know who doesn't know that? Your friends, your family, your dog. Yeah, your dog likes DD. Or your cat. I don't know what you have. Maybe you have a snake. I don't know. But anyway, so share this with your friends, your family, your dog. You know, let's boost this community. And then, while they're following the podcast, you take their phone and you make them follow us on TikTok or Twitter or Instagram or one of the social medias. I don't know. I'm like 25. I'm old now, so there might be a new one by the time this gets out. All links are in the show notes. Follow us there so that we can keep making content and you can have all the fun behind the scenes. Once again, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you soon. You drag her over to where you are. And y'all are both now hiding. Ada, what is this? A warden. Fuck. Do they have to see us to think? Fuck. Okay, that's a good question. Hold on.
1: <laughs> Do they have to see us to be able to read our thoughts?
0: Hold on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I'm scared of that. Okay, so I'm <laughs> going to look up two spells to see what happens with that. Okay. that's a very good question. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) The warden has to sue you to cast practically some of its spells. So Ida whispers to you, it's a warden. She knows I'm here. I don't think she knows that you're here.
1: Really quick, can I um, roll a history check? Because I don't remember anything about what was described about the warden or whether we discussed his weaknesses
0: last session. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Thirteen
1: plus or minus one. Never mind. Twelve. Okay.
0: Okay. So what you remember, Wardens are telepathic. What you just now learned is that they can hold people still, it seems like. They're very, very, very stealthy, it seems like. So freaking stealthy that you didn't hear it even come into the room with you. Or maybe it was already in the room. As well as the fact that um they are magical, or they seem to be able to control magic in some sort of way. Oh, they're in a red cloak um, from head to toe with a porcelain mask.
1: And the porcelain mask is shattered now.
0: Yeah. Normally on that porcelain mask, there are two factors that show a status of a warden. One are the dots that are either on their forehead, if there is one dot, it's a level 1. These levels go from 1 to 6. This is what I think Bohem told you all in the last one. As well as they have tiers. Tears show that they've been like, actually doing this thing for a year. Or at least a year's worth of time.
1: So now I have no idea how competent this warden is. Cool. Well, unless I
0: look at the mask, which is broken. It's very rare that you see a warden's face. Yeah. I think is going to turn to you and say I'm not going to lie to you I unfortunately couldn't see it, but let's just say the fact that you knocked that warden's mask off it's not going to be a very happy camper we're also already past the curfew and we were stealing so we
1: were not stealing, we were following Sorry."
0: We were borrowing in a desecrated church that they desecrated. I'm sorry. Okay. In Ujalan terms, that's a lot of bad things. Okay,
1: okay, okay. Um, I don't want to try to grasp it again.
0: I am so sorry. She should have used this a while back. But Ada's going to cast Silence. Okay. It's going to be a 20-foot radius uh, centered on a point. uh, You can... You choose within range any creature, or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while uh, entirely inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. Um. Uh, so Ada's gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna cast silence now. We won't be able to hear each other, but neither will that. So just don't get spotted. We'll be fine. So she casts that. She's now starting to be like.
1: Okay. So I see her making like motions, like
0: with her. I keep forgetting this is an audio medium. Yes, she's doing that.
1: She's making motions with her arm, like as if pointing, almost like throwing something. That's what I perceive your actions to be throwing something towards the board. And so I I think, okay, okay. I know you've tried this a couple times. You've missed every single time, but you got this. Okay, in my mind, because I can't say it out loud, I'm going to cast-
0: While you're doing this, she grabs you, puts you in front of the shelf, and then pushes you.
1: Fuck. (laughs) While I was thinking about that, I'm still going to cast Catapult. And then run towards the stairs.
0: (laughs) You cast Catapult?
1: Yes, which does not require a verbal component.
0: Are you throwing yourself?
1: No, I'm not throwing myself. What are you doing? No, I'm throwing whatever objects I can off the shelves at the warden.
0: Uh Because
1: you pushed me right now in front of the in front of the shelf, right? Or Ada pushed me?
0: Yeah, Ada pushed you in front of the shelf.
1: I try to book it past him while simultaneously throwing something in his face to like distract him.
0: So you're throwing something at the warden, basically? Yes. And then you're going to try to dip With past catapult. him. I'm going to say it's going to use evasion. Are you trying to damage the warden? I'm trying to just
1: keep it from looking at me. But if I can hit it, that would be also great.
0: Okay, so this will be both for if it hits and if it doesn't hit at the same time, basically. It does not hit. Okay. This thing, so what you think is a perfect throw straight to its face, the warden moves out of the way almost like as a glide um and yeah takes no damage for that at all since it succeeds and it's gonna move out the way and then it's gonna you see it for a little bit and then it's gonna go completely invisible
1: but the catapult doesn't stop until it strikes an object so even if i didn't hit the warden i hit the wall right yeah how much damage would it take for the ceiling
0: to fall That's a lot of damage. But I guess since it is a burned down structure, everything would be probably a little bit weaker. Yeah. But you need more than like a flower pot to bring this place down. Okay.
1: It's not, well, it's not quite a flower pot. Where is my knowledge? Because this is a lot of damage. They're level 5d8.
0: So while you're doing that. Yeah. You're going to hear a voice in your head no halt you are in violation of the law any act of aggression will be taken as a threat and will be dealt with so it is invisible but it spoke to you so that means it can see you
1: okay i want to roll them all one by one because i don't can't get dna to work for me eight 12, 4, 16, 8, 24. Uh, 28 damage to that wall. Did any of the ceiling (laughs) fall off?
0: I mean, yes, part of the ceiling did fall, so now it's like... Did it hit it? No, it's moved from the spot. I I don't... Let's be honest, everyone. I don't think anything would stay there if it knew something got thrown in that direction.
1: (laughs) Man... (laughs) I'm just remembering to what Ida has told me about Oh, Oh, I uh... forgot
0: Ida was there So Ida, (laughs) at this point, like, runs out and then just dips She's just like, and then she's, she literally, like, mouths, what are you doing? And she just sprints up the stairs, like, she's, she's like, I'm "I'm not not doing this with you right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was mid-cast of magic, and Ida pushed me in front of the cupboard, the cabinet, whatever yeah.
0: Okay, so this is going to be twenty feet. So that means go up the stairs. Okay, you have to kind of get out of this church before you can hear her again. So Ida is halfway up the stairs. Are you running with her? Or are you going to try to?
1: Now I don't know. I don't, I don't even know where this guy is. I, like, I'm just thinking I'm going to be turned into sludge. My hands are going to be cut off. <laughs> I'm just panicking and running, following up the stairs.
0: You know that. The other side, obviously, the church's doors are basically debrisless now. And so you can easily just push open those doors and get out of there. Do you want to do anything else before the warden takes its turn? We are basically in combat.
1: If I sprint up the stairs, can I duck underneath one of the benches or like army crawl underneath the benches to stealth?
0: Sure. So you're underneath a bench and everything?
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to army crawl to whatever window is closest that I can get out of.
0: Because the doors are too far. Roll your stealth. I'll roll my perception against it. Okay. I got a 17. 25. Nice. You can't see it, but it can't really see you either. Actually, yeah, you can't see it, it can't see you. So you are army crawling.
1: This is the bad idea. Like
0: to a window, possibly to one of the windows that you escaped out of before. I'll let you roll a d4 for luck on that one.
1: Come on.
0: (laughs) Okay, it's not, that one does not have the opening. It bars on that one. But Ida is running to the door. Now you see the warden. It's now casting again hold person on Ida. Ida stops, just frozen, basically falls on her face as she's like mid-stride.
1: I'm assuming this is a concentration spell. I'm going to attempt to blind him. That's funny. It with, uh, yeah, I know. It doesn't really. I don't know if it has a face because I haven't really looked at this guy's face. Um, with Ray of Sickness
0: cast at third level. So you have to roll to hit 24. You hit it, it gets. It visibly shudders and, like, curls up as if it ate, like, really bad milk. And kind of starts to... It seems like it's, like, dry heaving at this rate. But Ada's not moving. Ada still is not moving.
1: Even... I thought I needed to blind it.
0: So Ada just rolled a one. So she's still stuck in a paralysis. I should have used this before. Now I have to use it now. Ugh! So you don't see this. You don't see half of these spells at all. Like, there's no visual thing at all. Like, even if you weren't under the bench, you would just see this thing react and then just, like, straighten up. It is still frozen in time, it seems like. And all of a sudden, yeah, it just stands back up and, like, starts floating around looking for you and the quiet side oh that's a bonus action okay never mind so it's going to do this and then as a well I'm just reading this and I'm just like <laughs> fuck keep forgetting shit so yeah it's going to cast silent image what you see is as it's like lurching one is lurching and another one somehow like forms out from behind it and now there are two wardens in the church with you and then while the other one is still lurching uh, the other one starts moving around.
1: Okay, I'm gonna... Shit. I see a shadow moving. It's like, shit. I hunker down underneath the bench. Can I roll for stealth?
0: Sure, you can roll for stealth.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> oh, okay, now that's great. Uh, 14. 10
0: plus perception i'm doing let's try to like see you okay it rolls a 17 so it now sees you shit so there's once again one lurching at the front and there's another one walking down the aisle
1: which okay quick question which window was the window that we went through
0: was it this one the one closest to the door roll one we tried roll, roll, roll roll another d4 and then i can tell you i feel like i would know this it's in the dark, and you're freaked out. No, um okay, so it's really the one there, yeah, the one you're putting like no, one no, of these. No, move back. Door, right? No, I'm stop it. I'm <laughs> sorry. that one.
1: This one okay.
0: <laughs> soon, I was about to say it's that one. as soon as you moved it, I was like, no, stop it. This is the window I'm aiming for,
1: right? Correct. <laughs> okay. As soon as it sees me, I book it for the window.
0: As soon as you see it, you book it for the window. Can I? Uh, okay, hold up. I also need to do a roll for Ida. God dang, this roll's terrible for Ida. Um, so Ida's still stuck.
1: Can I cast Thunder Wave while booking it for the window? Because it's less than thirty feet away. Yeah. I know I, I would make it, but I would like to cast Thunder Wave. This wouldn't even affect it. But you know what? I'm panicked, and I'm going to roll it you anyway. Don't know if it'll Maybe affect it'll affect it. I still Ida's have to do cursed. my
0: roll against that roll.
1: So. No, you might, it might not affect you because you're not on the ground. So,
0: well, you don't know which one isn't is not on the ground.
1: They're both floating, aren't they? I mean, the, one hovers
0: another... over the ground.
1: Okay. Well, actually, yeah, it might actually hit them because waves of dirt or or flooring floorboarding. Okay.
0: Oh shit! I didn't even calculate the amount of health Ida has.
1: Okay, I cast thunder wave. And you have to roll a con uh, save of 15. A con save?
0: Yes. Okay, wait. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I do have to do a con save of 15, but I do have advantage on that. Wow, I rolled a 14 for the first one. What's my number? 15? It meets it. So I think no. on a succeed, it doesn't take any damage. Let's
1: see, on a fail, it takes damage. I succeed. It takes half damage. Well, I'm
0: using one of my things. Evasion is an ability. It only—it doesn't take any damage on a success, but on a fail, it takes half damage.
1: Well, the the illusion is not an actual physical. So yeah, the
0: illusion. I would say that you're. What's your intelligence? Pretty low, nine. (laughs) Looks real to me. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt here. As soon as you cast Thunder Wave. Like the pews that are thrown and everything, like it goes right through it. You know that's an illusion now. Okay. What about Ida? Um oh shit, I had to roll for Ida. Does it help break her? Well, this thing isn't really a concentration, and I really rolled for her to see if she breaks out of that, um what's it called? Hold person. She rolled a two this time. Okay, she finally breaks out of it. It's like that rolling helped her and she's she's like, Oh my god, kid, we have to run. I right, where's a window?
1: the window now
0: oh wait i guess the warden can see you now right yeah oh
1: it saw through myself so oh i forgot
0: about that you could have just said no and i've been like oh that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> just said no. it's fine it's <laughs> fine it now looks at you and it's like your actions will be met with extreme prejudice
1: oh no no i jumped just through the window
0: okay so as you do that what it's gonna do is it's gonna cast psionic blast so roll me a d20 and if you beat 16 you're not stunned I don't trust either of these die they've been really hectic
1: I'm just using (laughs) D. please roll me something good Do I at least make it out the window?
0: Wait, did you make it? No. What'd you get? I got a
1: 12 for an 11 because I have a minus one in it.
0: Oh, wow. That sucked. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say, what's going to happen is that it's going to be like an explosion, basically. You know how in movies, how they do like a sound wave and it's just like a clear ripple. Basically, it's like a giant clear ripple and just throws a whole bunch of stuff everywhere. So glasses being shattered in every direction, pieces of wood are being thrown in every direction, everywhere from the center point. Everything's getting launched. Ada also gets launched through the doors. You get launched through the window, you fall on your ass. Maybe some debris falls near you. Nothing jagged is showing, like, impaling you or anything. You're not? Give me a luck check. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay. Just to see you, Jonathan, it's a one. <laughs> ah,
0: yes, a good entailment we have. Oh, um,
1: no. I, oh. To be honest, I think this gives me flashbacks to when I actually died in a bombing accident. Which I think would help, like, give me the stun action. Because I'm just, like, flashing back to when I actually died. There's obviously no light or anything. and I don't go to pitch black, but, like, I think my brain sort of just shuts off. And then comes back online as I'm impaled. Probably, I don't know, you choose. Where am I impaled?
0: (laughs) I'm gonna say what's gonna happen is that as you're being pushed out, your leg is going to be impaled by a jagged piece of wood. Okay. Um, So your movement's gonna be reduced by five feet. DC 10 after dash. So I guess you need to make a, a dexterity check and beat a 10 be able to dash properly
1: okay so each time I try to dash
0: you jump out the window you don't feel anything as you jump out that window the blast happens like you said you're freaking out basically you're having like an anxiety attack almost from Iron Man where he's just like breathing and like can't breathe and you're just you're just like shell shocked practically speaking um, laying I don't know if you're laying on your back or you're laying on your face I think you said on your face right yeah on my face so you're laying on your face half your face is like covered in like dirt and whatnot the other half is just like looking out into the darkness and then you whip back into like your current moment you hear wood falling all around you metal pieces jutting into the sand after it's fallen and you try to get up and then all of a sudden you notice that you can't because there's a pain in like your left leg <laughs> <laughs> Give me a perception check if you want, or I could just tell you what happens to Ada.
1: Perception?
0: Okay. Uh, 18. Ada has also been thrown, and let me see what she gets on any injury. Oh, wow! The one time! The one roll! <laughs> Ada gets a <laughs> 20 on that roll, and not 20. Nice. So she has no penalties on her. She has fallen into the sand. She's free to move. She's like she's stunned though don't get me wrong she's definitely still stunned but you see that she seems to be okay there's no any visible wounds or anything like that and that's where we'll end our session thank you all for listening to another episode of a dead man's role the acacia campaign we really appreciate the listens please give us a five star review leave some comments down below we really like to hear your feedback and if you want to hang out with us some time Please join our Discord, join our TikTok, join our Twitter. Tell your friends about us. We'd really appreciate that. We are out there. We are on Apple. We are on Google. We are on Amazon. We are on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Please follow us, and uh, thanks for listening. And once again, see you soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They were right to be worried about me. (laughs) Oh, they were so right to be worried about me and got into so much trouble.